0: Hi there. I'm Dean Heskin, President and CEO of Swiss America Trading. Thank you for tuning in to uh, this podcast here today on Secret War on Your Cash. Uh, today, I have a special guest with me who's been part of the Swiss America team for nearly 20 years, Mike Weiner. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. How are you, Dean? Doing very well. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Mike came to Swiss America with decades worth of experience in the financial world and has not only been the top broker at Swiss America for many, many years, but one of the best in the entire industry. Mike, on earlier podcasts, we've been discussing the all too familiar topic of recent bank failures. It's kind of sad to think how normal these banking problems have become. I can remember back to a time when things like we're seeing today were completely unheard of. We recently learned from the article that's now being shown on your screen for those of you watching and the link is in for those of you listening um that of the over 4500 banks that are FDIC insured there is over 7 trillion dollars in uninsured deposits Citibank along with JP Morgan Chase Wells Fargo and Bank of America represent just those four banks they represent over half of those deposits at a little over $4 trillion. Now, we saw this before in 2008 when all the bailouts took place. But Mike, in in your opinion, can the U.S. afford a bailout of this
1: magnitude again? Absolutely not. But what happened at that point of time in 2008, the United States government created the TARP fund. And when the TARP fund was created in 2008, banks were forced to take money. Some banks didn't need it. Uh, and at the end of the day, right now at the last, uh, situation that just happened recently, the United States government went ahead and backed all of the money at the banks and literally did it politically, not more than they did it, uh, economically. So they don't have the money, but the problem is they have a printing press. So they will keep printing it as long as necessary. The founders put us under the gold standard for a very specific reason to make sure we didn't spend more money than we had gold available. That's all changed. In the TARP situation in 2008, I happened to be in my son's office in, in uh, Los Angeles where the well, Mellon Bank was actually the ones dis- distributing the, park, but the TARP money. And there was a guy standing in the background in a, in a sport coat, looked like a, a, a Secret Service agent, which he was, standing over a guy in a computer distributing money to banks who were calling up who needed it. No rhyme or reason, no concern whatsoever. Just printing money. So this whole debacle that's going on now will continue, and politically, the central banks of the world don't have any faith in the U.S. dollar because of this. That's why the growth of the BRICS and the gold that's backing their currency is becoming so predominant, because our banks have no rhyme or reason when they back things. Uh, I don't have any faith whatsoever in the government right now, or the Fed who are just using a printing press without any pl- rhyme or reason to any financial responsibility. That's why people individually have to step up and look to create their own tangible assets, uh, backing their money because the government's not, and it won't.
0: Sure. Sure. Well, you know, and, and it's become a, a all too familiar as well. The whole thing where the government's going to come in and, and bail these banks out. But look, when the government's bailing banks out that, it's, the government doesn't have money. The government is using taxpayer money, your, your and my money, our taxpayer, our taxpayers' money to bail these banks out. And I mean, in your experience, Mike, and when you're talking to your customers, is this a concern of theirs? Uh, what's going on with the banks right now? Do they see this as a problem?
1: Absolutely. All of the clients right now are concerned about the stability of the nation. They have no faith. In the government backup they go to their banks and we'll be talking about that shortly and are totally surprised by the literal change of attitude towards the the individual banks are are not in that base uh, on that movement anymore most of the clients that we have at the present time and that i have the first thing they're concerned about is the ability to get to their money when they need it and they're concerned about getting liquor when they need it the idea of this digital currency that they're putting together is all about getting rid of what's called transactional freedom, the ability of an individual to spend their money or move their money the way they want. And the banks are in cahoots with the government to eliminate that transactional freedom to on occasion, backing up people's ability to get access to their funds.
0: Sure. Sure. Well, and as you alluded to just a moment ago, if, if uninsured deposits weren't enough of a growing trend or concern, Uh, Another thing that's been taking place quite frequently, unfortunately, is banks that have been seizing depositors' money. And we've talked about this before as well on other podcasts, but it continues to happen. Banks seizing money is allowed and even somewhat expected when there's been crime or illegal activity, but there are loads of these instances where there's none of that. In fact. People complaining about this kind of thing happening is one of the top complaints right now at the BBB, uh, the Better Business Bureau, people who are having problems with their banks and calling in to complain against them. The story on your screen now shows, or again on the link for those listings, shows a Florida business owner who had over $270,000 removed from their account in five separate unauthorized transactions Back in March of this year, it now being October. To date, the bank still hasn't returned or recovered over $240,000 of it. But equally as bad, they've only stated that they've escalated the issue to their fraud department. Mike, banks are supposed to be safe. I I guess this would be a shameless point to tell people, a point in this podcast to tell people why they should be diversified in gold. But I'll ask you, what can gold do to help in these situations?
1: Well, let's step back all the way to 1980, in the 1980s with Ronald Reagan. When he came in, he he adopted an economy, and I was there live, not Memorex, when the government literally uh, was in a state of shambles when he got into office. One of the things that Reagan did in the 80s was the first president in over 60 years that started creating gold coins again. He didn't create it because he wanted to sell gold coins. He was concerned about American citizens having tangible assets. He was concerned about people being avoid, voided by the banks and eliminated as a point of responsibility for the bank to deal with. so at, at that point of time, he created Gold Eagles so American people could amass tangible assets uh, and have things in their possession uh, right now. The government and the way this administration is moving is exactly what Reagan warned us about when he said if the government calls you, if somebody from the government calls you, don't answer it, was because of his concern of governmental overreach. This situation, which is going on with the banks right now, is not favoring the citizens. And that's why having gold in your portfolio gives you something to get liquid. Look at when President Trump shut down the government in 2020. When he put the doors closed and legitimately told everybody to go home, what could people do to get liquid for a period of time? Even at Charles Schwab, they were out of business for 30 days trying to figure out how they were going to move without people in their offices. People who had gold with us called called me up and called the company up to get liquid because it was the only source of money that they had. So at this point of time, it's a matter of people setting up with gold as a not only a safe haven, as they refer it to, but the, something that they don't have to worry about when the music stops and the chairs disappear. They have access to something on their own. And at Swiss America, we did not fail one person in March of 2020 of getting them liquid with their gold when they needed to. And they repurchased after 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 the banks reopened again.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good. Good information. Thank you. Well, Mike, I thank you for being with us today on the podcast and sharing this uh, kind of some insight into these issues. Um, For those of you tuning in, if you'd like additional information on uh, more that's happening with our banking system, as you've seen on your screen, or you'll see in the the links provided uh, you can contact Swiss America and get a copy of no charge uh, free to you as the secret war on cash. Um, also, if you're looking maybe to learn a little more about the gold market, uh, you can contact Swiss America as well and do that. Uh, you can do so at our toll-free number, which is 1-800-289-2646, or you can visit us online at www. Swissamerica.com. And feel free to comment if you've liked today's podcast and to hear more episodes like this, please subscribe. And lastly, follow us on social media. We'd love to stay in touch with you. Again, I'm Dean Heskin, President and CEO of Swiss America. I've had Mike Weiner with me today. Mike, thanks for joining us and look forward to having you at some point again. Thank you very
1: much.